Hello Aquarius, welcome. This is Embodied Astrology and this is the month ahead audio horoscope for Aquarius sun and rising in Aquarius season. Happy birthday if it's your birthday. Welcome to a new solar year for Aquarius risings. Listen to the horoscopes for both your sun and your rising sign. If they happen to be different, you'll get different information from each. The sun and the rising are two elements of the chart that speak most directly to your personality, to you as an individual embodied person here on the planet. Um, I'm a somatic educator and intuitive as well as a consulting astrologer. So the language that I have and the way that I experience astrology often comes through the realm of embodiment. Um, I'll perceive different sensations moving through my body. I make stories about that and interpret your astrology that way. This is a one style, you know, to come to astrology with, and I'm one person with a limited set of words. So as you listen, listen for what resonates, take what works, leave the rest, and feel free to listen with your own intuition. You know, like I might be talking about feelings, um, and you might be associating those feelings in a different way than how I'm uh, you know, directly describing them. So please listen with your own intuition. Translate what I'm saying, make it meaningful for you. I talked a lot about Aquarius um, season themes last month in the Capricorn season chart and uh, horoscopes because, well, Aquarius is the theme right now. Like you're the main focus um, for the next several decades. There is a lot of planetary movement going through Aquarius and this all started back on the solstice on December 21st of 2020. So all year so far, there have been um, a lot of new influences and uh, a lot of momentum coming into the realm of Aquarius. For you, this is really a time of incredible self-growth. This is a time when you are understanding yourself in really new ways. Um, over the last several years, maybe even up to the last decade, you have been going through a pretty profound psychological shift that's been mostly happening, I would say, in a kind of hidden space for you, a space that you might not have always been cognizant of. Um, you probably have known it's happening to some extent, but our deep psychology changes over time. And a lot of times because of what's happening in our environment, we might not recognize the growth as it's happening. So something has shifted for you in this last month or so, I think that has brought in a new layer of awareness when it comes to who you are and who you want to be in the world and how you understand your identity here and potentially how you're working with your positional identity, with your embodied identity. Um, this is an incredible time on the planet for people to be thinking about positional and embodied identities. This is something that I think a lot of language has been developed around fairly recently in the last couple of decades and really in like the last couple of years. It's a new thing that people are able to, with nuance, understand their identities in, um, you know, relationship to like complex and overlapping lineages, um, intersectional identities that might include a lot of different influences and a lot of different experiences. So a big theme that comes up for me when I look at your chart is a, a, a kind of awakening 
for you about who you are, where you come from, and what that means, and the meaning that you're going to make for it, and how you want to embody your space in this world. There is so much room for people to be in an activism around their embodiments, right, in their positionality, um, whether that's remembering and uplifting and elevating uh, your ancestors' stories, you know, and seeking healing for trauma that's happened in the lines of your lineage, whether that's reparation, you know, and working to integrate uh, the traumas that were incurred by your ancestors or within your ancestral lines, um, understanding just the physicality of your body, right? And like what your body means in space and how you can think about who you are. Like these are big themes. I think that a lot of, a lot of people are interested in right now. And there's, um, so much necessity for people to understand more deeply and to really take up the work, um, to take up the work of, anti-racism, right, is to take up the work of generational healing. And regardless of um, skin color or uh, ethnic background or something, to be able to see that for the, you know, anybody who's alive now, like we're born into a system that was built long before we ever arrived on the planet. We're all caught up in it. And we all have different points that we occupy, you know, different spaces where we can create a shift, bring an awakening encourage a healing. So this kind of theme is coming up for me as I'm looking into your chart right now. And it feels like there's a lot of potential for you to be understanding more about where you come from and waking up to um, the, the ground underneath your feet. Some of you, that is so literal. You might be in a space where you're like, I come from the planet, you know, I come from earth and I'm going to wake up to this moment of extreme environmental crisis and I'm going to completely radically realign my identity so I'm no longer associated with forces that destroy our planet. Now I'm associated with forces that promote the health and um, well-being of our planet. This might mean you're going to quit a job. It might mean that you're going to totally shift the way that you're in relationships. It might mean that you're going to stop buying anything that has packaging and you're going to become a big, you know, activist in some way. Some folks might be really coming into new awareness about their family patterning and family conditioning or cultural patterning and cultural conditioning. And this might be really spurring on powerful self-growth and powerful self-awareness about how you are and who you are in society and in relationship to a larger whole and in relationship to groups of people who may or may not identify with the positional identities that you identify with or with the lineages that you hold. This could be really subtle. This could be a feeling of you are waking up to some ways of being that you've been steeped in, you know, like you've just, this is literally like the soil that you come up in. This is the, the climate of your family environment. You've been steeped in some ways of being and you're going, I don't need to be like that anymore. And you're going to change now. 
And I don't even know what that change is going to look like. Like I said, it could be very subtle all the way to some larger, more external manifestation. In Aquarius season, these changes really start to become conscious. And you want to be, you want to be some kind of new version of you. <laughs> and it's not that like you're totally radically new. Of course, you're, we're all always in states of evolution and growth, but whatever it is that you've been working to shift, like now you're really starting to understand it. And the first 11 days of Aquarius season, the 19th through the 30th, continue the energy that we've had throughout the year so far of a really intense kind of buildup. Like there's a lot of um, friction. There's a lot of atmospheric charge. There's a lot of electricity kind of feeling. And for you, you might feel this um, really deeply in your body. You might feel this in the ways that you are uh, in relationship and feeling your own sense of stability or instability. You're being pushed right now. You're being asked to grow. You are being catapulted into a new dimension of experience. And we're, we're asking you to up level, you know, to get into a, a kind of different space in your own awareness. So use what's available to you right now. One thing that's available is the internet. There are a lot of people out there who probably resonate with the experience that you're having or can help you learn more about it. You can learn a lot about yourself by connecting with people. Um, you can learn a lot about yourself by placing yourself in a kind of larger social context, seeking to understand the greater functioning of society and the way that you participate within it. Aquarius often has an instinct to be an iconoclast, to be a rebel, to push back against society. That's helpful to some extent. Um, right now, it's also really helpful when you find accord and momentum within groups of people or within some kind of like societal philosophies, because we don't want you isolated. We don't want you feeling like you're alone. We don't want you um, blockading and barricading against the world because you're judging it. We want you to understand yourself with more relationship and more connection. And the more that you can understand who you are in your body and how the conditions of your body, you know, your, your conditioned experience, um, has mm, shaped you, then the more you can make different shapes, right? Or you can investigate the shapes that you make and allow them to shift a little bit or change the way that their energy is functioning. Because it feels to me like you can make some new friends right now. You can feel yourself differently as a friend. How you are a part of the whole is a very valuable question to be asking. On the full moon on January 28th, relationship is the theme, okay? So how you come into relationship with others is the theme. This is a wonderful time to meditate on your heart, to really try and feel into your actual heart space in your chest and into the emotional and energetic eminence of your heart. This is an excellent time to be in your heart and to get out of your head. 
On January 30th, Mercury stations retrograde. It will be retrograde through February 21st. As I mentioned, the time leading up to Mercury's station retrograde um, is really intense. So there's a lot of push for change. And then when Mercury retrograde, it is a reflection period. It's a research period. Between January 30th and February 21st, the more that you can allow yourself to be in an active state of repatterning when it comes to your identity, the better. So any labels you've given to yourself, any identities that have been given to you or that you have assumed, um, meditate with them. Meditate with the words. Think about them. How do you align with them? How do you not? How do you want to get to know them differently? How can you dig deeper into what their meanings are? How can your identity grow and shift and change? How do you want to be in relationship in the world with a larger world from the place that you are in? This is an excellent time to be quite self-focused. Um, not self-centered or self-absorbed, but really looking at what is the self. You know, when you when you look at you, go, what is myself? What is what is this idea of me? Where do you identify with that idea now and where are you ready to change it to get to somewhere new? This is a question you're sitting with um, you know, throughout Aquarius season, you're meditating here. You don't need to know the answer. You just need to ask the question. As we get into the end of Aquarius season and into late February, these questions, this kind of inquiry, um, help you to dislodge and restructure and make new kinds of arrangements, decisions, uh, etc., with really important relationships in your life and potentially places in your life. Um, so you are working right now to shift some element of your foundational experience. Again, this could have a lot to do with who you are and where you come from. It could have a lot to do with your relationship with family and with parents or parental figures. Um, and it could have a lot to do with your current iteration of home and family or what you want in this kind of experience. You know, if you're like live, trying to live into that dream right now of like, what, what are the future communities, post-apocalyptic communities gonna look like? Maybe you wanna go, you know, live on <laughs> the off grid with a bunch of friends and help each other raise their children and stuff like that. So how are you gonna get there, right? Like, like how do you actually get there? Well, you have to learn to be in community. And you have to gather the, um, the right people around you. And you have to be a person that the right people want to bring into their community. So you have to be really aware of your affect and your impact and responsible and accountable to who you are. And you have to like embody your best self. I mean, not that you'll never fail, not that you won't have imperfections. We all do. But, you know, that you are a person who is aware of who you are, right, and what you bring to a situation. Um, that's going to help you live into what this shift is. And so whatever it is, like whether you're thinking like you want to move, you want some new, new situation in your home, you want a new situation with your family, with your partner, with your kids, you want to, I don't know, whatever it is, like that long-term project, the more that you can really investigate who you are 
and how you are occupying the space that you are in, it will help you realize these visions. And this vision to me feels like a kind of ultimate freedom. And by freedom, I don't mean you get to do whatever you want to do in the world. I mean that you feel liberated from needing to be what you're not, from needing to um, embody false ideas of who you are. And the more that you can be authentic, you know, transparent in your own heart, honest with your own experience, in a way that is relational and that supports others to be authentic and transparent and empowered to be themselves, then the more joy you have in your community. So if you can invest yourself in being a friend right now to yourself and to all beings, and if you can invest yourself in understanding what gets between you and being a good friend, you know, what shuts you down from listening, the way that maybe you take up space in a certain way or don't that doesn't allow for actual honesty or communication to happen, the better, right? So you want to shift your experience of life. You want to live a life that is um, liberated feeling, you know, that's it's like you're here, you're living you, this is you in your life, this is your life. You don't live it, you know? You want that feeling of freedom, that feeling of creativity, that feeling of being you. So look at, look at this construct, you know, of you and go, who do I think I am? And where are the thoughts that get me stuck on being something that I'm not, that get me stuck on ways of being that don't actually support freedom for me and for the people that I care about and want to be around? If you want more of this information, check out your year ahead report, check out my 2021 year ahead calendar. That's also a workbook um, for those of you who are interested in learning astrology and working with it in your day to day. Subscribers get discounts on the year ahead offerings as well as my online workshops. I have two up right now um, that you might enjoy. One's called Be Like a Mountain. That's a two hour somatic practice and kind of creative journey that takes you into some of this terrain of, of deep change and systemic repatterning. Um, Pivot Shift Transform also deals with this landscape in a longer format. It's a three-part workshop that'll teach you the basics of chart reading and we'll go over the overarching astrological themes for 2020 through 2022 and help you change your life or, you know, work to change the world <laughs> in your life. Um, I think I said this, subscribers get discounts on all of my offerings and you can subscribe by donation, pay what you can monthly, quarterly, or annually. You'll also get access to my once a month subscriber only workshops. And it's the number one way to support embodied astrology to continue. Um, so if you value this work, please consider becoming a subscriber and share these horoscopes with your friends and networks if you enjoy them. I'm wishing you all the best in Aquarius season and beyond. Lots of love and bye for now.